Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Today is, say it with me, Friday! Woo, 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 woo. It's also April 1st, April Fool's Day here in the U.S. Um, so far, I have not seen any fooling. I haven't looked at much. I looked at Instagram, but uh, I I think I probably say this every year. I'm not a fan of April Fool's Day. I'm not a fan of pranks in general, of trying to trick people. Um, just not my thing. I know some families are much more into it, but for me, it's... um. I think there's a level of cruelty in pranks that is um, just not part of who I am. It's interesting because I went to Ryder Coffee yesterday and had a long conversation with Jim Sorensen. And we always have interesting conversations. We were talking about how CIFWA's new membership requirements are based on affidavits. It's based on the honor system, which some people object to. Somebody, There's always somebody objecting to something, right? But part of our reasoning on this is that if somebody wanted to game the system, if they wanted to cheat their way into membership, it's not that difficult to falsify documentation in this day and age. So, and interestingly... Jim commented that if there were rules that he might be tempted to cheat them just because he would feel like he was being clever in circumventing the rules. But if it's honor system, then he feels like he has to abide by it because it's like, oh, well, if you expect me to be honorable, then I guess I have to. Um, interesting psychology, huh? So um, <laughs> I, I wonder if there's not something connected to that with um, like whether or not you like to play pranks on people. I think some of it's the getting away. It's the feeling like you're clever and that you've managed to trick somebody. For me, it very rarely has to do with actual good humor. And the stuff that is actual good humor we don't have to have a special day for it, right? I did contemplate doing some sort of April Fool's podcast today. In fact, I very nearly, when I start up Zencaster here, I label all of my episodes by date. So I had the, you know, saw yesterday's March 31st, 2022. And I was very, very tempted to label today's March 32nd. 2022. But then my, uh, my inner data nerd rebelled because it would be incorrect. The other conversation that Jim and I had was about answering questions on panels and at conferences. Uh, and I don't remember how we got on that topic, but we were talking about when people ask how there are certain questions that come up almost every time 
in interviews or when you're on a panel or when you're doing a Q&A and that sort of thing. I'm going to pause because I know that I had something I planned to talk about today. Hmm. If I made a note which I thought I did I'm not finding it. Oh well I'll go I'll keep on this one and then I might have to look if I still have time. I know something kind of important. I think I promised someone I would talk about it today. If I forget and I pro and you were the one I promised uh, remind me and I'll talk about it. Well maybe not Monday we have to talk about that too. Anyway <laughs> so we were talking about answering questions and like there are certain questions that come up over and over again and that are difficult to answer and I was using this as an example that one of them is I said, well I what I was explaining is that one way that I handle that that I've come to handle this over time is that I try to answer the content of the question the what I think the person is really wanting to know but they've kind of gone for this very standard um, almost empty question and so the example I was using is the where do you get your ideas people ask where do you get your ideas a whole lot and that I think people aren't really they aren't asking where do you get your ideas that they want to know something else. Basically they want to know how do they get good ideas and become successful writing them. And so I was in the midst of this is sort of a meta explanation. I was in the midst of explaining this to Jim when he cut in and said um, being clever and said um, well that Harlan Ellison always said Schenectady New York that he sends off a self-addressed stamped envelope and they send him back ideas and and I said well that but that's an asshole answer and that Harlan Ellison it should be pointed out was an asshole and Jim said yes but it's amusing to the audience and that's what matters. So we got into this big debate about it because I was like I can understand why he thinks performing for the audience and being amusing is like your job when you're on that kind of thing but he's much more in this niche profession of like you know he works on like Transformers and G.I. Joe so he goes mainly to fan conventions and, and he said well do you feel like you have this onus or this responsibility to answer people's questions sincerely and authentically and I said yes <clears throat> but I guess that's who I am I mean that's like I'm always trying to give sincere and authentic answers answers for better or worse. And I I said you know I feel like um, sure you get a laugh out of saying something like I send off to Schenectady New York for my ideas and you know ha 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 it's it's the equivalent of like an April Fool's joke it's like let me let me make fun of you for asking this question instead of honoring what you are really wanting to know. Um, but this is this is where we fall out and you know and I can see both sides of it. Um, I think I'm there to pass along information Jim thinks he's there to entertain people. Um, so I think the best answer that I've ever heard to this one is uh, something that John Scalzi has talked about when I saw him here in Santa Fe because somebody asked where do you get your ideas 
And he said that he thinks that a better way to address it is to think in terms of that really the question is, how do you know an idea is a good one? And, and he talked about his method for this, that if he gets an idea, he sits on it. He doesn't write it down. He just mulls it over. Uh, if he still has it the next morning, he gives a little bit more thought. If he still has it in a week, gives it a little more thought. And he said, and if the idea persists for like six months, then it's a worthwhile idea and he actually invests in it. And I find that a really useful both approach and way of answering that question in an authentic and useful way. Um, and, and Jim kind of disagreed, but, or maybe he didn't disagree, but, um, he still thought that it was better to give a funny answer. Or if not better, certainly easier. Um, and I mentioned that this had backfired on me because when I did that interview with Julia Quinn, I don't know if that like went up and got recorded or, or what it was an interesting interview, but one of the people in the online chat asked where she got her ideas. And, and I sort of translated that into this. Maybe it's, you know, saying that was the question and, but that maybe it was more useful to think of it in these terms of, um, how do you know it's a good idea? And Julia Quinn completely bamboozled me. And she said, oh no, she said, I'm not one of these writers who has tons of ideas. She says, I'm the one who's always sitting there going, what can I write about this time? So, so then she actually talked about what she does to get ideas. So that's what I get for assuming. And, and maybe that part of the take home message is, you know, we're all different. Um, you know, the whole find out what your process is and own it. And I'm still looking around for like where I wrote down, but maybe I just didn't write it down. Whatever it was I was thinking of talking about yesterday. Alas, maybe it will return to my brain eventually. So, um, yeah, yesterday I did not get my 2000 words. In fact, I barely eked out. Um, I don't think I even got a thousand, you guys. Um, some of it was going to writer coffee, I think. Um, I got 885. So I'm actually going to try for 3000 today. If I do 3021, I'll have 10,000 for the week. So I'm, and then I'll have the weekend to recuperate. So we shall see what happens. Um, yeah, we shall see. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why I crashed yesterday. I actually was feeling kind of fuzzy. I don't know if it was being off schedule or being fuzzy or what. Sometimes we don't know. Uh, next week is going to be a little different. I am um, going up to Colorado to spend a little bit of time with my husband's siblings. So we are driving up on Sunday and staying there Sunday and Monday nights. So I may do a podcast on Monday and Tuesday morning. I don't know. I want to try to keep getting my 2000 words and we don't have to get up and leave early on Tuesday. So I'm hoping that, um, 
I might be able to get words before we hit the road and drive back. But that'll take priority over podcasting. So we'll just see. See how I feel. Trolla trolla. And then I am home for a couple of nights. And then Thursday afternoon, I drive down to beautiful Protalis, New Mexico, home of Dorinda Jones. Incidentally, I'm going to be at Eastern New Mexico University's Jack Williamson lectureship. Uh, talking to students and being part of panels. Jack Williamson is a very famous uh, old-timey science fiction writer. What's interesting about him is like I never read him and don't know him, uh, don't know his work really, but apparently he coined a whole bunch of commonly used science fiction words today. How's that for a cool legacy? Melinda Snodgrass told me that and now I have to find that list of words. Okay, you guys, I did the thing where I failed to properly unpause. So now I have to, I'm not sure if I'm repeating. Words coined by Jack Williamson. This is the point, this thing I'm trying to get at. Uh, Terraforming. These are not all in one place, but um, also genetic engineering, ion drive. Uh, It turns out that he um, got his bachelor's degree and master of arts from Eastern New Mexico University in Portales. So that's why they do the lectureship for him. And I was trying to find, I wish they did have them all in one place, but they don't. So anyway, I think that's really cool to have that kind of legacy that um, there are all these words that are attributed to you. I know, um, I have a friend who writes fantasy who was credited with coining hydromancy using water magic. And she was so pleased to be credited with that. So anyway, I won't keep um, looking for these. Oh, here's another one. Oh, psionics. He's credited with um, coming up with the word psionics, PSI. Um, And I already mentioned genetic engineering. So anyway, that's really cool. Uh, should be a fun lectureship. So I should be able to do a podcast on Thursday, but I don't know if I will on Friday. Again, I'll have to prioritize getting those words. I'm, so it will be a disrupted week. We will see how I do. I'm hoping that going for a lower word count will help me um, actually get those words. And then we'll go from there. I may have to um, rethink my schedule. So um, only other news is that yesterday the Fierce Hearts anthology came out. That was um, incredibly well received. I will borrow a uh, post from Instagram, put it on the photos, uh, showing that was number one in all the subcategories. Thank you everyone for supporting this anthology to benefit Ukraine. That's just really an incredible, amazing thing. Um, I do think it's funny that like my name is first. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I'm that high profile, you guys. I hope, hope I could bring you readers. I mentioned yesterday that uh, the book contains a sneak peek, the prologue and first two chapters of The Storm Princess and the Raven King. 
the book I'm currently attempting to write. I'm actually doing okay. Um, where am I? Ah, don't do that, Jeffrey. Bother. I like hit the X instead of um, the maximize. You know what I mean? Dun, 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 dun. I've got 36,000 words, so well, not slouching. Uh, and it's kind of fun to write. So um, on that note, I think I will go get to writing. I hope that you all have a fabulous weekend. I will be patchy here maybe next week, but we shall, um, it'll be what it is, right? I don't know how many of you look for me at like a particular time regularly, or if you just wait to see it pop up. Probably a mix of both. Anyway, um, you guys have a good time. And I will talk to you all sometime next week. You all take care. Bye-bye.